Hello. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Good, how are you? Why did I just ask that? That's weird. Welcome <laughs> to Break Room Banter. <laughs> I hear Silas and Jace. God bless. <laughs> we are having a hard time today. All right, we're going to restart this. <laughs> <sighs> Hello. Hello. And welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week... Two friends... Who also happen to be hairstylists... Break down our weeks in, in the, the break, break room. room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I'm your co-host, Erica the Weird. <laughs> 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 Call back to the episode to the you're f- not going to see. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see a clip of it, maybe. <laughs> um, well, I'm... We're going to start with our peaks and our pits. Yes, we are. We are. Wow, this episode has been a journey, it's people. It's been a journey. We um got 15 minutes into recording it and realized we aren't actually recording, recording it. it. So, yeah. you know. So we had a practice that. run. Practice run is complete. So I will yes. tell you what my peak was. Yes. Um, My peak was the excellent time I had. While having my feet in uh, this certain <laughs> foot massager, okay, uh, I went to uh, my friend's house for Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and um, she has this wonderful like fascia blaster foot massager. Is it that same brand? It's that, that she's same brand. Obsessed with? Yes. Okay. And so. I, it's really hard to describe. It's like all these little, like, th- smaller than this maybe, things that come up and they, like, go in waves. Oh. It, like, on the bottom, right? Right. And then the top has, like, pressure and heat. Oh. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Are they, like, s- like it's like a machine it's like and you, you, like, slide slip your in? feet into it. It almost looks kind of, you know, like a foot bath. Like, when she told me foot massager i was thinking like the ones that like squeeze your legs and stuff too which yeah. i was like all about uh-huh. it was not that but it was i was a okay with that <laughs> um so you like put your feet in it and then yeah like i said the little things are like little pressure pointing poking into your feet right yeah and so she was like i like it all the way up and all the way up so i did that and then i was like sitting there and it hurts so good. But, so, yes, it hurts so good that, like, <laughs> you're sitting there and you're just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh okay. Oh, that feels better. Okay. Oh, you know, like, it yeah. hurts. Like, you can't really get a break, but you know it's doing something good for your aching, aching feet, right? Were you, like, feeling like a whole I new person? I literally was, like, sitting there in the recliner, like, oh. <laughs> like, call back to our... Tens machine, but like weirder faces. <laughs> like, Dang. I just was like, I can't close my mouth. Like, <laughs> Could you imagine if you did that on your feet and then wrapped that little electrode thing around oh. your legs at the same time? Dude, mm. it was intense. It was intense. I had to turn it down for a while. I was like, I love this, but not this hard. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it was good. That was that was nice. Yeah. She goes, this is going to be your peak. I was like, hell yeah, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> and look at that. There and it is. And look at that. There it is. Um, and then Pitt. 
again, my pit is that I'm having trouble with my apartment complex right now. I'm not going to get into it, but it's pissing me off. And right. Woosah. That, that's it. Moving on, Hunter. Your turn. <laughs> Moving on. Well, my peak is um, getting my hair done because yes. I literally got it cut and I got it colored all in the same day, and that and never he's looking happens. Looking good, right? Hair by Shell. <laughs> um, Shell yeah hair. Shell yeah hair. There it on is. IG. Um, and my pit is that my scalp is just so sensitive, yeah. and so like. <laughs> I literally almost murdered Hunter with water yeah. yesterday, shampooing his hair. And I don't know, like, when it started, because I don't feel like I've always been this sensitive. But I do do a bleach and tone, like, so. Mm-hmm. And I've done this for m- multiple, many years. So it could have been, like, an accumulation of. It might be time to just go natural for a little while, Hunter. Give that scalp a break. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I just That's, personally offend that you? That is my pit. <laughs> I think you need to go. Sorry, this podcast is no longer a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. It's Bye. over. Canceled. Uh, <laughs> I'm not relevant enough to be canceled, Hunter. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about nice your look, try. buddy. I'm uncancelable. <laughs> Period. Anyways. Anyway, what are, we are talking about today is is a listener submitted topic. Yes, it is. Um, so which we love, by the way. Yes. Feel free to do that whenever you want. Unsolicited ideas. Send them in our DMs on Instagram. Yes. Um, but yeah, so this is a listener submitted topic, and it's about letting go of your clients Mm -hmm. like when they're ready to move whether they're moving in town Mm -hmm. or out of state Mm -hmm. and then also if we're moving in town or Or out out of of state state. like what is that going to look like so just really moving in general but letting go is what we're going to call it yeah letting go so go ahead and start us off okay so we'll start here when your clients move do you give out formulas? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, what am I going to do? Whether they're in town or not, mm-hmm. like, that stylist, even if they're using the same formula as me, the it's not going to look exactly the same. Like, yeah. it's their work and my work, and maybe their work looks better for that person, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm not... I, I'm not stingy. You're not stingy. No. Yeah. Like, I remember working in a bigger salon, and, like, there were stylists that had problems with the salon wanting you to put your color formulas in the computer. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, I don't want to give away my secret formulas. And I'm like, girl, it's not that special. You just use one tube of color on her. Like, Yeah. Well, I mean, I, maybe that's just a mindset issue. Yeah, you know? like someone's going to steal them away or mm-hmm. something like that. That's not really well, the Well, I get it at, on, damn me. I get it to a certain extent because, like, yeah, that is, that's like your, what do they call that, intellectual property? Proprietary information. Proprietary information mm-hmm. to a certain extent, you know. Um, But at the same time, if someone's moving, or you'd be like, nope, you could never have my color formula unless like why mm-hmm. wouldn't well i've seen like on those hairdresser gossip pages mm-hmm. like people will say oh i don't give out formulas so I what don't do you like s- hairdresser gossip pages 
I'm curious. I don't like hairdresser gossip pages for the gossip. I, I mean, I like to read the gossip, but I don't. I hope that I'm never in the gossip. I don't like the vibe of it anymore. This just bothers me. But oh, well, they talk a lot about clients, like talk bad about clients and stuff. Well, that and I just feel like there's so much like hateration, but maybe that's just the internet. It is just the internet. Yeah, I just look past it. No, I like funny stuff, not mean stuff. I always look on there for, like, advice. That, yes. Like, you I mean, can go and, like, Google, like at the top you can search a specific topic. Yeah. I actually use it on the, um, the brand that we use has, like, a little Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And I'll go and type in that. That's a little different, though, than some of those ones that are just, like, Oh, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm but just yeah. saying I've read on there where, like, People are asking for advice mm-hmm. on, oh, my client's moving, mm-hmm. or they're, my client wants to find a new hairstylist oh, in town. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Would you give your formula away? Yeah. And I would say, yeah, I would. I mean, if this client was, like, a jerk and was, like, trying to be like, that's it, I'm moving, and I'm going somewhere else, I'm not going to mm-hmm. give you the formula. You can kiss my booty. But if you're, like... <laughs> I feel like if they're at that point, they're not going to be ballsy enough to ask for their formula. I mean, you would be surprised. (laughs) Have you had someone ask for their formula Uh, after being ballsy like that? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. Dang. Yes. No, you need to give me my formula. You need to go somewhere with that attitude, honey. That ain't going to happen around here. That ain't going to happen. But if you are my (laughs) client and I love you and you are moving out of town or, you know what I mean, like across town to where, like, it just isn't going to work anymore, like, yeah, I have no qualms giving out my formula either. And I I wouldn't do it if they were a jerk. You know, Right. Being a jerk to me. But I mean. Yeah. You're like, I don't I also don't have people like that in my chair, usually, so. Right. I feel like I don't ever have anyone hateful in my chair. No, totally. So, let's say we've established you're going to send the formula. Right. So, how descriptive are you going to get in that formula? Honestly, I would, if they're, like, a tricky client, I would give, like, some details, like, Oh, the foil always slips yes, here, or, or there's always a bleeder in the back because their head is a little yeah. more round, or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have actually sent a full note file to someone mm-hmm. because it was a client that I really, really liked, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even. It was like she was only doing her hair one time because she couldn't get back to me because she had moved. Yeah. Um. But she had moved not so far away that, like, it's not feasible mm-hmm. for her to drive back. It just back. wasn't going yeah. to be working out in that time in frame. In that time frame, it. yeah. So I sent the whole note yeah. file down to, like, the kind of alcohol that she likes. Right. Oh, like, I love it. Yeah, because, like, why not? Yeah. Like, her wedding date and, uh-huh. like, silly little things like yeah. that. Um, but honestly, it can be really annoying, like, when someone sends way too descriptive of a... Yeah. Of a, like, formula sectioning. I mean, yes, I get, yes, what you're saying. Because you're talking about, like, that one situation where the hairdresser sent you, like, tutorials and videos. videos And, like, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, okay. Right. You know? But, like, if you're saying a full file like that, you can clearly tell it's someone's color history. Right. I would appreciate that as a stylist. I'd be like, dang, not only do I know what you've been, like, using for the last few months, I know the last 
few years, you know, yeah. and I have some conversation points with this client now because yeah. I know a couple things about her mm-hmm. going in, you know. Well, and I'm more so talking about like just the overkill of information as far as like step by step instructions on how they highlight their hair. Yeah, I'm going to highlight your hair. How the way I'm that going I, to hi- highlight yeah. your hair? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. Like, I use this sectioning, and you're going to want to pull this at a 45-degree angle and blah, blah, blah. Like, if it's a tricky point here and there, cool. Like, make me aware and let me know. But, like, I don't – I went to beauty school. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Like, I have a patch in the front of my head that's always orange. Yes. No matter what, it's Mm -hmm. always orange. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I would like to know. Mm -hmm. Start in the front. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's going to be orange. Totally. But that's enough. I don't need, like, start in the front and then go to the back and Mm -hmm. then do the sides. Just just tell me to start in the front. That's cool. Right? So so that's good. Formulas are good. Mm -hmm. So let's say, so, like, obviously your formula is going to be in the color line you use. right? Right. But let's say your client's moving somewhere and the color line that you use is not an option. Mm hmm what are you going to put? How are you going to change? Are you, I should say, are you going to change the way you write out that formula? That would be a dick. If, if I wrote down a color formula with all numbers and right. someone was like used to a letter system with yeah. color formulas. So, and I think that like the letter system, if you use the letter system, regardless of if you've used it as a hairdresser before, you understand it for the most part. Right. For the most part. Like, if you say N-A, someone's going to know you mean, like, a natural, natural ash. ash. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a universal language. Or a B, you're going to know they're talking violet. Or a V-A, it's going to be ash, but, you know, violet right. ash. You know, the, even if your color line doesn't use that, you're going to get that. Right. right. So, if that's the case, I will write out my formula in my color line, and then I'll write a little note that's like, I do if you don't thing. use this, basically it's going to be, this is your vibe here. You know? Yeah, I would do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, cool. like, I would write my color formula yes. with the numbers just in case they want to try it. Right. Because, like, the color line is dope. But if you're just, like, your salon's not set up that way mm-hmm. or, like, you can't order it or mm-hmm. whatever, then this is what it is. Instead of, like, 6.13, I would say a level 6 ash mm-hmm. gold. Yes. And then I may, depending on how, like, educational mm-hmm. I'm feeling that day, I may add, like... 30% ash, 20% gold. Right, right, right. Just so it's like, because not every color mm-hmm. line is built the same. So like an ash True. gold in our line might not be the same as an ash gold in a different line. True, right. Well, and then you know what the other thing is I will say is like I do get into it and like you're saying depending on how educational I'm feeling that day. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is, is for the most part I am going to trust that the stylist can Figure, figure it, it out. out. Because yeah. how many times does somebody come to you from a different state and a different stylist and they sit down and they don't have a formula? Guess what? You figure it out. I don't feel like it's been a really long time, at least, since I've had a color formula given to me. Most yeah. people come to where we work mm-hmm. and they have done their research and they mm-hmm. know, like, everyone's skill level. Yeah. So they are just, like, really trusting I find That's true. like all of the new clients that I've gotten since working where we work have just been super trusting. And they're like, yeah, I, know, I just read a lot out of reviews. First. I was like, what are you, you talking you don't have about? Any input for me at all? Whatever. You I really want? just want me to do that. For real? Are you, are you <laughs> fucking with me right now? 
no, right. no, it did trip me out. I know I mentioned it to you. Yeah. But that is true. But I, it's not like I haven't been mm-hmm. handed formulas over my 16 years, you know? So. I definitely have been handed formulas. Mm-hmm. Have you, this actually happened to someone at our salon. What? Um, have you ever been given a formula and you look at the formula and you look at their hair and you're like, that ain't that. Oh, yes. That is definitely not that. I've uh, done a blonde and they wrote down like a level six something. Yeah. As a base color. And I was like, mm, she ain't got no base on her. They were trying to screw me over. Yeah. But that's only happened to me once and it was that. It was a it was a blonde and it was like level six uh M something. M Mocha, mocha. <laughs> or mahogany. Yeah. Either one. Not yeah. good for not a blonde. Not good for a blonde. And I was like, honey, I don't know how to tell you this, but I think your hairdresser's being kind of mean to you because this is definitely not what this is. You told her? Yeah, I told that her. That is funny. I mean, what am I going to do? Go back there. I mix that exact same formula, and then she takes that little index card to her next person and says that I said that. No, oh, ma'am. No, no, but I mean, I just wouldn't have said, are your hairdressers being mean to you? I would have been like, honey, this ain't that. I'm going to, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. Oh, no, <laughs> I was just like, honey, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> No, ma'am. I don't know who that was. <laughs> I'm not speaking but to their I'm skill glad level. You are not that you are here. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not speaking to their skill level. I'm not talking crap about them at all, but all I know is they is not doing right by you. This is not the truth. Right. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh man. Okay. So. So. Do you put in work to find your guest a new salon that uses the brand you use in their new state? If I know someone there, yeah. Okay. Like, if but and if I don't know someone there, I will do a quick search Mm -hmm. and like on Instagram, brand, state. Can you search multiple hashtags on Instagram? You just search words. You don't have to search hashtags. So, like, you could say brand, state, um, and you could even go down to, like, city, mm-hmm. and then just search it, and then click on the tags, mm-hmm. and then it'll show all the people there. You don't have to put hashtag brand, hashtag state. Interesting. Yeah, so, like, hashtags on social media are similar to SEOs like on keywords. websites. Yeah. Okay. So, like, an SEO is, like, search engine optimization. So, I- it's, like... You may know this, but they may not. Yeah. So search engine optimization means like you're when someone types that word in, Mm -hmm. if you use that word on your profile at all or like on your website or Mm -hmm. whatever, you're going to pop up. And the more you use it, the higher up you go. Mm, Okay. That's how I built my clientele purely on social media and the Internet. Hunter, can you teach me social media, please? Well, if you, you flip your did. page to this next outline. <laughs> the next, that's why I was like, I want to go over this and read through this before we did this Yeah, one. totally. But, yeah, so, like, I'll just do a quick search like that. Yeah, okay. 
And I feel like most of the people that are putting in that much effort into making themselves be seen are like, they want those clients. Uh So I'm like, okay, well, I like that because I would probably have just, I would have searched city stylist. Mm-hmm. Like and you, you come know. up with like smaller right, mm-hmm. which I talked about that on the moving episode that I like was a guest on. You know what I mean? Oh, How yeah. you like find another salon or whatever? So that's probably what I would search. Yeah, at, for my client. Yes, while they're sitting there, real quick. Ooh, like I've keep seeing you know similar thoughts. Keep seeing this work pop up. It's good. Oh look, they use blah 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 line. Like yep. this is great. Um, you know, and maybe send them. A couple pages that I thought were decent. Yeah. And I'll do like maybe different vibes or stuff like mm-hmm. that. But um, I don't get, tr- I try not to get too invested in it just because like, you know, we got stuff going on. Other yeah, stuff. For real. Outside of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can sometimes take up some time because you know you want to get them someone that's like mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. And then, uh, and then sometimes I just trust them. They found me. Right. They'll find somebody yeah. else. They, they you know? grow. They grow. Yeah. They can read reviews. Right. Yes. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. Um, okay. And then lastly, the last question we have on this one, which I don't, would never do this, I don't think. Um, <laughs> would you give your contact information to the new stylist that's taking on your guest? Um, I don't think so. No. I mean, I may follow that stylist on Instagram slyly. Yeah. Like, just on the DL, mm-hmm. like... I'm following you, but I wouldn't be like, hey, I'm this person's old just stylist. Just to see if you can see their hair pop up. <laughs> uh, that and just like, you know, just follow them because that's where my new client's going. So yeah. let's see the work let's, that's yeah. going. You know, I, like it. I, I don't know. It. I follow I everybody. I don't am not like, I don't like try and follow people I know necessarily. Oh, I get what you're saying. I'm just like, yeah. oh, she posts pretty hair. Let's follow her. Follow her. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Um. Now let's say we're moving. Yeah. Because that gets a little tricky. It can get tricky. It can. It can Not get tricky. Always, but. So first of all, we need to start with, are you moving lo- like across town, local? Right. Or are you moving out of state? Because those are two total, very different things. Very different things. So for the sake of podcasting, let's start with if you're moving across town. You need to move across town. Right. First of all, what do you do? Read them contracts, Read the contract. Because sometimes, like, across town could be 30 minutes away Mm -hmm. or 20 minutes away. Mm -hmm. But the way that it's worded in your contract could be radial miles. Yes. And so that is, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of like as the crow flies, Mm -hmm. but that's essentially like if you could pick yourself up and go above all the trees and go straight to this point, that is how they do it. And it's like in a circle. So it ends up being a really large surface area that you can't work in. Right. Because on streets you're winding and turning. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that is important. To Super start important. there, and Before sometimes you even when you start there, it doesn't salon. even matter. Gosh. Yeah, this is the part of moving. Hunter knows a lot about. <laughs> I know, know more about the out of state part of this, and maybe we'll do like a nu- an updated lawsuit episode, yeah. but because because it wasn't as thought out as I would have yeah, liked yeah, it yeah. to have been. But um, I moved 
out of state yes. as well. Mm-hmm. So, and I yeah, still got sued. Right. So real, read your contract mm-hmm. because that is the most important thing. And sometimes when you ask for your contract, it raises <laughs> a little bit of suspicion. Suspicions. You know what I mean? So, so make sure you have a copy of anything you sign. Absolutely. In a file. Yeah. In your home. In a fireproof box. <laughs> <laughs> right. For real. I'm just jaded. You don't have to do all um, that. But it is. you should keep it. Yeah, and so definitely need to make sure there's no non-compete in there. Um, and then also, let's say, whether there's a non-compete or not, if you're moving across town, somewhere local, most salons aren't going to let you work, work out, out a two-week two notice. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've actually, the only time I've ever been able to work out a two-weeks notice is when I was moving out of state. Same. Yeah, so like I would... Tell someone, hey, I think I'm gonna think I'm gonna go. Yeah. This is my two weeks notice. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, you can go pack up. Well, yeah. Like if it's not you're necessary. moving out of st- or like in local area again, mm-hmm. like you need to have that shit thought out mm-hmm. and prepared and quiet. Unfortunately, that's not probably salon owners hate me for saying that right now. But as a stylist, that's how it works. <laughs> it is. I mean? And as someone who aspires to be a mm-hmm. salon owner, let's speak from that point. Yeah. Because that is, like, my future goal. Yes. I want to own a salon. It's so bizarre to me that salon owners would do that. Mm-hmm. Mainly, mo- maybe because it, I had it happen to me. But I feel as a salon owner and what makes a good salon owner is a salon owner who thinks like a stylist. Yeah. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. one single person is not going to ruin an entire established business. No. So if you have an established business, I don't understand why it would be that, like, why are you so mad that this person's leaving? And the, the people who came to the salon because they're loyal to the salon are going mm-hmm. to stay at that salon. salon. yeah. And the people that are, came to that salon because they're loyal to that person are mm-hmm. going to leave when that person goes. Mm-hmm. But new people will come in. Mm-hmm. You'll bring in a new stylist. Mm-hmm. They'll have loyalty. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of like replaces itself. This is true. And I can't remember if I said this on the one we actually recorded or not, <laughs> but I think it's a mindset Thing. Again, mm-hmm. like I really am starting to like realize that as I come out of like a survival mindset and more into one of abundance, it, like, you know, right. and it is like there's a lot of salon out th- owners out there who can be insecure and, you know, maybe and maybe they're struggling and this and that and like blah, blah, blah. So like. I look at them with compassion, you know what I right. mean? But it really is a mindset thing because when you come across the salon owners that do have a, you know, a mindset of abundance and, and like thriving, sharing and thriving yes. and a thriving culture and it's healthy and it's, and it, because they do exist, you know, mm-hmm. um, those are the kind of owners that are going to be like, oh, yeah, t- this is where so-and-so went. Like, just let all our mm-hmm. clients know when they call or, like, may even have their business cards out or yes, something like so that. Yes, so I you have know? a friend, yeah. a friend of the pod. Right, friend <laughs> of the pod. 
God. she's been on before, uh, Alicia Dixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow her on Instagram, at Alicia Dixon Ash, here. Yes. She's a beautiful human. I love her. But so she told me once that if a stylist leaves and they're leaving in town, maybe yeah. they're going to work for themselves mm-hmm. at a studio mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. They will keep at her salon. They kept their cards up front for a 30 yeah. days. I love that. So so nice. If someone came in and they were looking for that person, mm-hmm. oh, there's their cell phone number. You can, we don't know yeah. anything, mm-hmm. but here's their card. You know what? And here's the other thing too is from a uh, client perspective, which I don't know if people even think about this, but I've heard this before. Clients get pissed off when salons won't tell them where the other people went. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? And guess what? They're not going to stay there. But mm-hmm. if you tell them where the other stylist went and maybe they go and see them and then maybe their client, that stylist moves again or for whatever reason they move or back. Or maybe that location is more inconvenient. Or whatever. Yeah, you, know? you never know. But if you, like, come at it in a classy way and, like, again, offer up that new stylist new information, the client will come back to the original salon because they trust them. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Like, all you got to do is just put a little ch- trust. change the way you think about it. Mm-hmm. And if you're so worried about your own business, maybe you should be putting more attention into why your own business is not, why you're worried about one person leaving. Ooh, that just gave me goosies. No, but for real, though. That's real, yeah. And, like, it, I think it goes to be said, like, we talk about our work a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And I know it may get annoying to some people, but, like, other people need to have this experience. Yes. And it goes to show that, like, we have had zero turnover mm-hmm. in over four years. Mm-hmm. And the turnover that we had was because those two bitches were shady. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Right. Um, <laughs> it doesn't count if they're it doesn't fired. Count. <laughs> it doesn't count. Um, but zero turnover we hit a million, million dollars. dollars this week. And it's not even December yet. Right. And everyone's happy to work mm-hmm. there. None of us desire to leave at no. all. And I'm sure if someone left, our owner would have no problem telling someone where they went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No problem. Because she's all about sharing and like. Yeah. There is enough people in this world. to. There's too many people in this world. <laughs> There's so many people that will walk in the doors of your salon. Mm -hmm. Is it going to hurt you to say appointments available? Mm -hmm. No. No, No, absolutely not. I feel like salons and, like, the beauty industry has this, like, mm, I don't know what word to use. Like, they want to feel like they're such a priority. Like, oh, I'm fully booked for the rest of the year. Trying and like, to like sometimes that's true. Demand, yeah. yeah, they're but they're creating a demand that's not there. Mm-hmm. Like it is it no one cares. Like if there you is, have appointments yeah. open and your salon is good and producing good work, like right. people are gonna come. Yeah. <laughs> and then you won't have appointments exactly. open. Exactly. And then you can have then you need more people to join your team. That part. And then you make more money. Exactly. And when everybody's happy, they make you a lot of money. It's like it is crazy to think about it now. It's like oh, how simple of a concept mm-hmm. that it is to mm-hmm. just make your people happy. Mm-hmm. The people that are making mm-hmm. you money yeah, need to. Well, and here's the thing. If you make like be appreciated, if you are that way with your culture, like is there going to be people who weasel their way in there? And then six, nine months in, you realize, Oh, use a snake. Right. Yep. 
that may happen. But the fact of the matter is, is because everybody else is so happy and good, those people are going to weed themselves out. Absolutely. And it's when you have a culture of everyone being so happy and like not wanting to leave, mm-hmm. um, those people that are there and that are loyal to you and that are happy working for you are going to let you know. Yes. Like, I yeah. guarantee you, if someone bad walked into our salon for like an interview or, in, and it's happened, <laughs> like, everyone will be like, oh, no. No, no. Nope. First impressions are so important. Well, you know what I heard the other day? Um, actually, I'm not going to say that, but I'll tell you off air. I think I know what you heard because I think I was in the same Were room. Were you in the room? Well, <laughs> I was in the room when it well, happened. You said, well, no one's mentioned it yet, so it's not. Obviously, maybe I didn't hear. They're not that excited. Well, I'll tell you later. Okay. Um. So now that we're talking about owners, yeah. (laughs) What um what reactions have you had to telling Um, someone that you're you're quitting or you're leaving? Because I know that you've actually you've most of your career has been like rental. So you probably haven't had a lot As of... Honest, in reality, it's probably about 50-50. And oh, if okay. anything, it might be at this point now, because I decided after I was rental for a long time, I didn't want to do that shit no more. Never <laughs> again. And I've only looked for commission options since then. Um, but I have had... Okay, well, when I left my first salon, which was a corporate salon, technically I went from, I transferred from one salon to the other. And they Mm -hmm. were, like, so excited to have me down at the other store. And then I got there and I understood why. (laughs) And I was only there for, like, a couple months. And I was like, no. That was the first time I decided. (laughs) Mama, can I come back home? That was the first time I decided I did not, uh, that I was like, I'm done with doing hair. Well, Deacon was a baby and, like, it just, my whole world was turned upside down. And so I was like, oh, I'm done. So I was going to go back to school and I ended up getting a job as a receptionist in a salon and I thought that they were a booth rental salon Mm -hmm. and I was new and didn't have any clientele turned out they were commissioned so I did end up eventually like working there and I worked there for two or three years I went off on my own to or no I went off to a different salon but that they ended up going under so then meanwhile I got like divorced while I was there so I went back to the other salon and she took me back with open arms you know um and I worked for her again and then I went out on my own and when that happened (laughs) I was trying to be like sleek about it but I was running Mm -hmm. my mouth way too much outside of like you know to people and that's outside of work you know I learned I learned that lesson hardcore by that time she had found out and was like, hey, I need to talk to you. And so I came to the salon and I knew, you know what I mean? You she knew was exactly like, I heard, what it was. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, it's true, you know. So we had a conversation. Just basically I was like, I mean, I'm trying to be like you someday. Like I really did used to really want to own my own salon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was like, but I'm not going to do that working here. And I don't, right. you know. I'm not going to do that working for you. For you, yeah. And so... You know, I was like, whether I fail or not, like, this is kind of something I need to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I did it at that time. And surprise, there was a toxic man in Erica's life. Um, (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. Um, Anyways. But, yeah, so it was, there was that. Basically, when she found out that was that, 
and then I had a couple inter like reactions with salon owners as an independent person, mm. um, quitting and moving. But really, none of them were. There was one that was bad, but I just the owner and I she did not like me, and I didn't like her, and it just wasn't a good. Again, Erica was a mess. Bad, bad time right. in my life. Um. I've only yeah, had so like other than that, I've always moved out of state, and so I n- honestly haven't had problems working out mm-hmm. two week notices. You know what I mean? Right. Or like if I'm moving out of state, usually I let my owners, the owner of the salon, know like, hey, I'm thinking about this. Right. What would it I've look like if I, you know what I mean? It may be four, five months, six months in advance. Yeah. You know. I will say, whenever I moved out of state, um, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. But I knew for like six months, mm-hmm. mm, I knew for like four months. Mm-hmm. And then I told them about a month out because mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't want to not have a job mm-hmm. and then not have any money to move. Yeah. So I was kind of shady on that part, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what it was going to look like because yeah. I had watched people at that salon get fired well and obviously or like not be able to work out the notice yeah obviously if i had felt like there was any reason why they would be like i don't know but why it's like, I felt i'm that sorry way. if i'm moving three four hours away like right i'm not gonna drive back here every day <laughs> i promise you know well not only that but none of these clients is coming with me and i'm gonna set them all up with people here who will be great like mm-hmm. you know that's another part of it too is when you're moving out of state and you know that your client, none of your clients are probably going to follow you. I mean, you get, you know, the lucky There's one like or two, one, maybe, maybe two. five if you're lucky. Like, you know what I mean? Depending on how far you're moving away. But obviously, you know, most of them are going to stay there. So you right. set them up with people. Well, whenever know? I first moved back to Tennessee, I had such a like, I don't want to say cult following, but I had like a mm-hmm. cult following in Cincinnati. Ooh. My clients were like, we were close mm-hmm. because of everything you'd gone through. Of everything that I went through. Yeah. And it was like, that was a time in my life that I like, it was so overbearing and so stressful that I couldn't leave it at the door. Mm-hmm. So it was like, every time they would come in, they would hear mm-hmm. the update. Mm-hmm. And so they like it. Every one of my clients in Cincinnati, if you're listening to this, right. I miss you he so loves much. You. But, um, Whenever I first moved back, I had like a good amount of people driving from That's Cincinnati. Amazing. I, I mean, think it doesn't I had surprise me, but about fifteen that drove from Cincinnati. A couple of them flew, mm-hmm. like the ones that were their life was set up that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and now I'm down to one. Aww. Yeah, but she comes every six weeks. That's awesome. I don't double book her. I make sure she yeah. has the she, best She is experience. your queen. She is my everything. I bow down to <laughs> I her. I love that. But she has a house here in Nashville. So oh, if she ever didn't want to drive back yeah. right after her appointment, then she, she totally to. doesn't have to. Yeah. All right, honey. Here we are. All right. And now we're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by AdamandEve.com. Whether you are shopping for yourself or somebody special, Adam and Eve will give has the perfect gifts and an amaz- with an amazing deal. At adamandeve.com, get 50% off and free shipping. 
That's 50% off an adventurous new toy, a slippery lube, or almost anything else you desire. Our podcast listeners will get 50% off almost any item. Just use the code BRBPOD at checkout and you'll get 50% off. But that's not all. You'll also get three bonus sexy items and six movies for free. Plus free shipping. Doesn't matter what you choose, all it will all be packaged and sent discreetly for free. More pleasure in the bedroom is the gift that keeps on giving. Treat yourself, treat your partner. Life is too short not to enjoy yourself. So go on over to adamandeve.com, select any one item, and use code BRBPOD. This offer is exclusive to our podcast, so make sure you're supporting us and check. Uh, use the code BRBPOD at checkout. Not only will you get 50% off, but you're also going to get three bonus sexy items, six movies, and 100% free shipping with code BRBPOD. So go to Adam and Eve right now. Right now. Right this second. Do it. After the podcast is over. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be distracted while you're listening to this. Right. We want your attention. Full attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, and now we're back. And now we're back. It's like we never left. It's basically like we were here the whole time. Right. <laughs> In these exact seats. In these real seats right here. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, let's just wrap this up, basically. Yeah. Um. I mean, so, yeah, if you're moving... You're going to give your clients, you're going to get them set up with somebody, you're going to make sure you're not going to get in any legal trouble, mm. right? Yep. Right? And um, if your client is moving, I think it's the nice thing to do to just give as them a your formula. stylist, to give them a formula, you know, and if there's anything, heads up that your stylist coming into the situation might appreciate maybe that cowlick that you messed up three times before you got it right. Like right. something like that. The hairline resistant spots, throw that in there. I think it's great. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Well, and with all of that being said, uh, do we have, I want to know about this iced tea situation uh, because, because you've I've been dived talking deep. about it at work and I don't really know anything about it. Okay. So keeping up with the Chrisleys. Are Again, you familiar I don't with that have show? Any idea who that is? No clue. Well, okay. Not a clue. So there is a TV show on, I believe it's on Bravo, like E. Close the curtain. Oh shit! <laughs> this episode, I'm e. sorry, it is. We've lost video. We've lost video. We have a new camera. We're having some technical difficulties. We're getting used to it. We're yep. getting it together. It will be there. Getting it together. Just got to talk myself through it. <laughs> um, okay, so back to iced tea. So there's this family. Show on Bravo. Yes, show on Bravo. They were like like quasi-Kardashians, but they're not that famous. They're but not that rich they either. who are and what is their gig? So like? Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley, they are married. They have children named Chase and Savannah and Lindsay and Grayson, and then they have adopted a granddaughter of a son who was not spoken of on the show. And her name, I don't really know her name. She's small. We probably shouldn't talk about her anyway. Yes. Um, But so... They have not paid taxes for like 20 plus years. First off. First. Oh, that's a lot of years. Right. And so like also their whole shtick is like Jesus and no lying, no cheating, no stealing. Honesty. Honesty. All of those things. So not only did they not pay taxes for 20 years, 
on like their real estate agents was their was their thing before reality TV. I don't know if they okay. still are and also record reality TV or what. They have to be because they are they realtors like Joel and Sheila from Santa Monica. What's Santa Clarita Diet? Oh, uh, realtors. <laughs> realtors. Um, but yeah. So not only did they not pay taxes, they hid their reality TV show earnings, millions of dollars. And then they falsified documents during the pandemic to receive $32 million in loans. Whoa. Yeah. So you think you're going to just have like a reality show and the IRS isn't going to look for it on your freaking right. tax? Re- well, I guess you're not filing tax returns. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. They're not paying taxes. And if they... Like, if they're reporting stuff, they're not reporting at all. Accurately. And then they falsified all of these documents and, like, made it look like they needed $32 million to pay employees or something, I guess. Because it was during the pandemic. The amount of fraud that happened during the pandemic, like, loans, is... Insane. It is mind-blowing. Yeah. So, Todd had a love affair with a man okay and if you watch the show you're like yeah yeah duh, duh. yeah that is a gay man that is one gay man right yeah there. um and so when i guess maybe todd cut it off and was like we're not doing this anymore well yeah. that gay man got petty and was like okay i'm gonna tell everybody and so he went and like told them that like, Todd is hiding all of this he stuff. blew up his spot. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't even a thing, like, I'm sleeping with Todd. Todd's gay, and he's, like, a Christian man on yeah. television telling people to live a Christian lifestyle. It wasn't with about like that. The, it was this man's actually a piece of garbage. He is, like, a literal fraud, stealing millions of dollars. So they were in court for a while, and their their kids are, like, older so, okay. um, Lindsay, I believe is like probably around your age. She okay. has a kid about Deacon's age. Mm-hmm. Um, Savannah, I think is 25. Chase is like 24, 23. Mm-hmm. And then Grayson is 16. And okay. he's been on TV since he was like, they've been on TV for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So, and Grayson actually just had a really, like almost died in a car crash. Dang. On 65. Here. Poor kid, man. I feel bad for them reality TV babies. Mm-hmm. I really but so, do. yeah, they live in Nashville, mm-hmm. and the court was in Atlanta. They're back in Nashville now because they go to jail on the 1st. So after the holidays, they're allowing them to be with their family during the holidays, which I think is kind of bullcrap. Uh, Just because it's a, what is it, a white-collar crime? Is that what that's called? I don't know, but yeah, I guess so. So Todd has to spend 12 years in prison. Um, Julie has seven years in prison. And the accountant has three years in prison. Do I think they need to be in jail? Absolutely. There is a sad part, though. So Todd and Julie had custody of that little girl who was, like, not old enough to take care of herself. Oh, no. Not only that, 
their 16-year-old son is not old enough to take care of himself. Uh. Todd's mom is like 90-something, can barely walk. Julie's mom is also that. into the system. They ha- what other option they would there be? They can come live with me. <laughs> I don't want them to have to go into foster care. That's really sad. So I don't know about that part, okay. but that is really sad. Like, if you think about how it is tearing the family apart... Do I feel necessarily bad for Todd and Julie? No. Not really, because they yeah. did it to themselves. But, like, I feel bad for those two kids. The kids. The innocents. The, un- the minors. Yeah. That have lived this luxury lifestyle. Yeah. Like, millionaires. Homes all over the country. And then, I, I mean, maybe they'll go to Lindsay, who is... One of like, the older the siblings. older siblings. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they. I don't they know. They wouldn't like my my little apartment after their millionaire lifestyle. Maybe they should go live with their sister. <laughs> they, li- they live in Green Hills. Like they, their house is like super nice. Oh, sorry, kids. Yeah, they'd but be that's like, put me in foster care. Give <laughs> <laughs> me one of them rich families. That's I'm, funny. But yeah. So that's well, the iced tea. that's sad. It is for sad the for the kids. But, but, but also, <sighs> at least maybe. I feel like they're like a super tight family unit. So I feel like the kids will go yeah. to good places uh, within the family. Unfortunately, mom and dad are getting what they deserve. And right. They, re- they really are. But that's- I'm almost, they're going to appeal it. They yeah. said they're absolutely going to appeal it, but there is also it was a unanimously You real guilty. Yeah, like it was a it was for I think what is that called a jury? So like when the jury has to decide Unanimous. And it was unanimous. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's that it has to be unanimous. It has to be. Right. Yeah. Just kidding. Okay. Well, that's all we got that's for this. That's all episode. we got. I'm glad we made it through. Same. It's been an adventure. Yes. Okay, so um, if you'd like to follow us on our social media journeys, I'm at Hera X Hunter on all the things. Our podcast is at Break Room Banter Pod on all the things, as well as our Patreon is www.patreon.com forward slash Break Room Banter Pod. That took me a second. I was not confident. But that is <laughs> We it. almost gave you that Adam and Eve promo code again. <laughs> BRB Pod. BRB Pod. Um, I'm Erica the Redhead. On all the things. Yeah. And this has been Break Room Banter. Do 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 Bye. Bye. Bye.